Hey, it's Bill. This is Three Questions and a Song. With me tonight is Brian. And I'm not even going to... Is it... I don't... You say the last name, Brian. <laughs> Brian Heron. It's, it's like Heron. the bird. Okay. Okay. The Heron bird, but spelled different. <laughs> um, from the band Night's Edge. Um, so, as a... Uh, just a quick description of how this podcast works. I'm going to ask Brian two questions. Then we're going to talk about one of their songs. And then last episode's guest, which was Lou Lombardi, has a question for him. And he'll ask a question of uh, Bastion's Wake, who will be the next episode's guest. So the, the first question I have for you, and, and it kind of goes along with what we were talking about um, off the air, except in reverse. If one of the bands from southwestern Pennsylvania, where I live, was doing a mini tour and they were going to come through Baltimore... What advice would you give them? Like, where where should they go? Who should they talk to? What venues should they try and get in at? That kind of stuff. Um. Well, I would say in or um, if a band's going to be coming to Baltimore, that you definitely want to get a hold of a couple of the bands in Baltimore and and talk to them, even beyond just my opinion. But in terms of venues, um, a lot of touring bands go through the depot. Um, that's a good venue. We played there a handful of times. Um, s- small kind of in a row house, but they got good lights, good sound set up, and everybody there is cool. So that's a good place. Um, there's a Metro Gallery right down the street from there, which is a little bit bigger in scale. So that's for kind of a uh, little bit next year touring bands. Um, in a similar vein, you got the Auto Bar. Auto Bar is like a classic venue. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was at a Coheed and Cambria Mastodon show, and all three of the bands on the bill, Coheed, Mastodon, and Every Time I Die, um, name dropped the auto bar while they were playing the show at a, you know, a big arena in Baltimore. So those are three good venues. And uh, like I said, I would definitely suggest any bands coming through Baltimore to get with some Baltimore musicians and pick their brains for um, further ideas and then also you know, places not to go to. Things like that. My question for you is, if there's an apocalyptic event that happens, and there's a handful of humans that survive, and there's a ton of damage done, and only one song from Night's Edge survives, which song would you want to survive to be part of the rebuilding of the human race, and why? That's That's got a lot of complex facets to it, now that I think about it. I thought it was... <laughs> question started i was like oh i might have answered for this but that think about it, it's like oh the setting the setting the example for future humanity that's that's quite a responsibility but <laughs> now I'll, I'll stick with uh the first answer i was going to go with and i i think it's going to be um it's actually the final track on our album shades of dusk which we released just over a month ago um song called every day is halloween and if there was one of our songs that was going to survive, I would have to pick that one because I feel like it very much kind of has a, a grasp on all the different aspects of our sound musically. Cause we really go through a, a lot of different genres, um, through, throughout our album and, and throughout all of our music. And that one really kind of touches all of them. And then also the, the words and kind of the concept and the feeling of the song it's it's kind of the basis for 
what we do, like kind of the groundwork and the theme. You know, we we get painted up in this crazy fluorescent paint for every show. And some of the guys in the band get painted up 12 hours before the shows that can go out in public like that and look at people at gas stations. <laughs> Sometimes all of us do it. There was one time we were all walking around Boston, all painted up, and people are just like, "What? What? What the hell is this?" <laughs> that that song and and the music and the concept behind it really just I think is the best summary of Night's Edge within one of our songs. Like we have other songs on the album that I think are more, you know, they're they're very much just as anthemic in nature, but that one I think is so far what i would say our signature song would be okay so let's talk about another one of your songs um you sent me edge of the world to play on this episode what what can you tell me about that song well edge of the world is our uh, second single from our album shades of dusk and that song is very synth heavy and rhythmically heavy it's very focused on the beat and the groove um, lyrically, it's very much a song about lust and things of that nature. Some of the lyrics are more vague. Some of the lyrics are a little bit more explicit. I'll give that to, <laughs> that's anybody to listen through. It is. It is. Uh, it is. Um, one of our few actually clean songs, though. So good there. But um, yeah, it's it's very much. I, I almost envision it as like a hard rock metal equivalent of like a club track, like a track to kind of dance to, to kind of groove to. And it captures a very like gothic electronic aspect of our sound, which is why we picked it as our second single. Cause our first single be one of us is like kind of just a punk rock song. So we picked the second one to be edge of the world because it showed different side of our sound. And, uh, I think that's also one of our more unique sounding songs. I don't know a whole lot of other bands that kind of have a song that sounds quite like that song. Before we listen to it, I do want to throw out there that um, at both Edge of the World and Be One of Us are available on um, our website through our streaming radio station. It's buildthescene.com slash radio. Um, so if you like Edge of the World tonight, you can go and request both of those songs. Um, so we're going to take a moment and listen to Edge of the World, and we will be right back. from 
Hey, we're back with Brian from Night's Edge. That was their song, Edge of a World. Up next, Lou Lombardi is going to ask his question of Brian. And that question is... Okay, uh, Night's Edge. First of all, I want to say that I watched your video. I've been to your website. I checked you guys out. That glowing and, makeup is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, I thought the song was, was very cool. And we are going to be... We're going to play you guys on, on, our, I, on my podcast, uh... Nice. The next time around, I'm always looking for cool bands like this. So, so, uh, but what I want to ask, I, I think this band is great. I think they're destined for big things. So, what I'm going to ask, I believe it's Brian. Yes. Um, uh, Brian, you could, in, in their fantasy, you can pick any of the big tours you want to be on, any of them. Which one would you pick to be on and why? So, the tour that I would pick, this is a pretty tough question. But I think it would have to be, I think it was 1995, uh, David Bowie and Nine Inch Nails went on tour together. And it was right after the Downward Spiral, Spiral was released by Nine Inch Nails. And David Bowie was like deep in some pretty obscure kind of music. And 
their sets kind of intertwined where the end of Nine Inch Nails is set. David Bowie would come out and do a couple of songs with Nine Inch Nails and it would like transition into his set. And those are just both two artists who are very experimental and influential to us. And I think a lot of people in their music and their words and also in their stagecraft. So to have been like the opening act for that tour and be a part of that theatricality and artistry would have been just really phenomenal. What I need from you now is a question for um, Bastion's Wake, who you happen to know. So you can, you can ask them a question that another artist wouldn't be able to actually. Yeah. I guess the question that I'm going to, I would ask him since I'm, you know, I've seen them live a handful of times and I've listened to their, their album uh, many times. Uh, I think it's still in my car right now, actually. Um, but my question for them is, um, what was the inspiration behind the steampunk aesthetic that the band has kind of embraced? Like when you see them live, they have, you know, costumes and props and things to kind of emphasize a, a certain aesthetic that they're that they're building. And uh, I was just wanted to ask um, whoever from Bastion's Wake is going to be doing this interview um what was kind of the inspiration for that i I actually didn't realize they did that i need to do a little more research i guess um one last thing and this doesn't count as a question (laughs) where where can the listeners get a copy of shades of dusk uh shades of dusk is available for streaming on all your regular places you know spotify apple music amazon you can digitally download it on all the same places, iTunes, Amazon, etc. You can order a physical copy through our Bandcamp, which is nightsedge.bandcamp.com. And you can also access that Bandcamp through our website, nightsedgeband.com. And you can just order physical through there and I can put it in the mail and you'll have it. And so you can always do that or stream it. Either is great with us. <laughs> hey, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on the show. And uh, make sure you listen to the next episode so you can hear the answer to your question. All right. I will. Hey, this has been episode. Sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Bill. You're welcome. This has been episode 15 of Three Questions in a Song. Check us out at podcastyourscene.com. And check out our other podcast, The Pennsylvania Rock Show, at parockshow.com.